Do you love your business? You should, right? Well, sometimes we just don't. It's my hope that this, the My Daily Business Coach podcast, helps you regain a little of that lost love by providing tips and tactics, tools, insights, inspiration, all the good stuff to help you actually enjoy running your business. In addition to actionable tips and tactics that you'll be able to execute immediately, you'll also hear from creative small business owners around the world who've been able to sidestep the hustle and build a business that merges their passion with their purpose and provides a profit. I'm your host, Fiona Kalaki, founder of My Daily Business Coach. Let's get going. Hello and welcome to episode 197 of the My Daily Business Coach podcast. My name is Fiona Kalaki and you are listening to a quick tip episode. So that's really a quick tip tool or tactic that you can implement immediately in your business. And today it is a good one. It's one that I actually thought everyone was doing. And then a friend of mine mentioned, oh, I didn't know about that. Maybe you should make a podcast. So yes, here I am. But before we get stuck into that, I just wanted to pay my respects and acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians on the beautiful land on which I live and work and play and record this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And I pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded. All right, on with today's show. All right. So if you have ever worked with me, if you've ever seen me talk at an event, if you have bought my book, Passion, Purpose, Profit, I don't know any other way that you've come into contact with me, if you're on my Sunday email. So if you didn't know, I send an email out every single Sunday full of business insights and tips and ideas and storytelling and my opinion and all sorts of other things. If you're not on that, you can subscribe over at mydailybusinesscoach.com forward slash subscribe. But if you have interacted with me in any kind of way, you'll know that I love to use a framework called the buyer cycle. And that is really, it's kind of like this customer sales journey, the customer funnel, the sales funnel, whatever you want to call it. But I like to think of it as a cycle because it doesn't end. It just keeps going and going and going. So there are kind of five stages to that awareness, research, evaluation, purchase, post-purchase slash advocacy. Well, it becomes advocacy if you do a good job of all the rest. And so this is really the journey that people go on regardless of what type of business they're looking to transact with, even if it's a church or a synagogue or a mosque, or if it's a ceramics class, or if it's an earring company, they will all go through those stages, finding out about it, awareness, discovering more about it, research, figuring out if it's the right fit for them, evaluation, and then transacting in some way. So purchase, and then if they have a great experience, post-purchase becomes advocacy, which means that they lead to telling more people about it, and then those people become aware of it and the cycle continues over and over and over. So one of the things that is a big kind of obstacle for people getting through to the path to purchase is the evaluation stage. And I've talked about the evaluation marketing many times on this podcast. And one of the things that we look for in when we're evaluating a brand or a place to frequent or earrings to buy or whatever it is, we will look for social proof. We are social animals. We love looking at things like reviews, testimonials, you know, how many followers do they have? As silly as that sounds, you know, these can all be elements of social proof. And one of the things that we often look at is reviews or testimonials. I got my start, well, not really my start, but I worked in e-commerce marketing in 2010. I think that's when I started Amazon. Obviously, Amazon whether you hate it or, or, or like it, it has grown massively through using customer reviews and utilizing, you know, user-generated content. 
And so if you are looking at purchasing something and you are looking at the reviews and the testimonials, particularly if they're on a website, so if they're not on, say, a platform like Google My Business or kind of using, I don't know, different widgets that bring up the reviews, but if they are actually on somebody's website and you can see who left the review, would you not check with that person or that company what they thought? So I know that sounds very simple, but I do this all the time. So if I'm buying a service from somebody, I will often look at who left a review and I will hunt down that person. (laughs) I'm very good at, I could be like the world's best stalker. I'm really good. If I don't make it as a business coach, I could easily be a private investigator. I would love that kind of job. Anyway, so if anyone is out there, they haven't been able to find somebody, get in touch with me because I can find them. I swear, I'm so good at it. Anyway, my point is that I will often look for who's left a review and I will find that person and I will ask them, you know, my questions that I might have around that service provider. So sometimes this will be if I am, I'm trying to think of an example. Okay, so this is a good example. I have a Pinterest manager and I've had somebody looking after Pinterest for a while and I was looking for a new Pinterest person recently and I, you know, got... I went onto a particular platform and looked for different people and I got one person in particular that I thought, oh, you know, he sounds really good. And he said that he looked after this person and this person and this person's Pinterest account and he had testimonials from one of them. And so I went and I found that person's Pinterest, but I thought, well, if he's managing it, he's the one who's going to see all the messages. And so then I found that person over on another platform, like another social media platform. And I contacted them and just by DM, and then they got back to me. And we had this really great conversation about Pinterest, about how I've been using it for years, how they've been using it, what they've found, you know, has changed over the years, what I have found. And I was able to ask them some questions about this person before I hired this person. And so that's just one example. I've done it before where I have consulted to businesses and then I have, you know, needed to get other consultants on board and I've gone to their website and I've found testimonials. And then I found those people and just emailed them and said, hey, This is what I'm planning. Do you think they'd be a good fit? I mean, it's similar to references that you get for, you know, somebody that you are hiring from a recruiter or if you are hiring somebody full-time. And I think we don't do that enough. I'm not saying that you have to do it every single time. Maybe you've been recommended somebody and you just take it at face value that they're really good. But I would say that there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing this. So really, you know, checking in with the reviewers and the people who've given testimonials. And I mentioned it to a friend just recently who had gone through a situation where they had hired somebody and they had been recommended and they didn't enjoy the experience. And I said, oh, have you, have you ever like followed up with the people that left testimonials? And they're like, no. And she just said, I would never think to do that. And I was like, oh, I do it all the time. Because I just think that if they've given a testimonial, you would hope that it is in good faith and that it's not a made up testimonial that they actually really enjoyed working with that person, regardless of how long or how short their project might have been. So yeah, I just do that all the time. And I think that if you are looking for any kind of product or service, if there's a reviewer out there and they've got a, you know, clearly their first name, last name, or the brand that they come from and what their title is, why not contact them? Most people are happy to get on the phone or to simply write back if you're very clear about, you know, your questions that you have. And it just then allows you to really move through that evaluation stage and get through to the path to purchase. So yeah, that is the tip for today. Kind of check in on the reviewers, check in on the testimonials and find out a whole lot of information if you wish to. 
from somebody who's actually been there. Now, keep in mind, they may have had different experiences to what you're looking for. Maybe they had different objectives to what you're after, but it just gives you a little bit more of an understanding of maybe things that aren't coming up in the initial consult call or in the initial email that you've had from somebody good and bad, more good I'm thinking of, you know, things that you're like, oh, maybe, you know, say with this Pinterest person, the person that I was DMing with said, oh, I didn't realize that he did, you know, this other thing, but it came up and actually he's been doing that now for my business. And I was like, wow, I didn't even know that. And he didn't mention that. So, you know, it's these great things that can actually come out of it, even though it may feel like, I don't know, maybe like, I don't know if there's like a negative connotation to it or you're going behind someone's back. I've never actually thought of it like that until I was in conversation with my friend recently, but I was like, well, no, they've got testimonials on their website. I would imagine that, you know, they have no problem if somebody checks in with those people. And so, yeah, that is kind of my tip for today. If you are looking at buying anything and you can find the reviewer or the testimonial, the person who've left the testimonial, then definitely just get in touch, ask some questions and just, it can really, really help you move through should I or shouldn't I utilize this person for my business? So I really, really hope that has helped. And if you do it for the first time and you have a great experience, let me know. Or even if you have a weird experience, let me know. The other thing is with this person who I ended up DMing, we've kind of become friendly through Instagram now. I mean, they're on the other side of the world, but it's still this lovely connection. And that's what can happen. I mean, it's just that we're being social. <laughs> that's really what we're being. So I hope that has helped. And if you would like to read the show notes and kind of get this in text format or look at the buyer cycle that I mentioned at the start of this, you can find them over at mydailybusinesscoach.com forward slash podcast forward slash 197. And just a reminder, if you're listening to this in real time, we are starting the Marketing for Your Small Business course and coaching program today. So if you are part of that, I can't wait to see you later on this morning. And if you are listening thinking, oh my gosh, I wish I had got onto that, know that you can always do Marketing for Your Small Business course online anytime. It's always available. You can check out marketingforyoursmallbusiness.com or mydailybusinesscoach.com forward slash marketing. And we will be opening up another nine-week live coaching program later this year. So stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the My Daily Business Coach podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can do that at mydailybusinesscoach.com or hit me up on Instagram at mydailybusinesscoach.com.